guys, just before we start, we want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wawandri, Woiwurrung and Bunurung peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. was that? Actually, I loved it. terrible terrible things and try and find the diamond in the rough yes and and by rough we mean a lot of rough like really like really really fucking rough like Like you gotta yeah you gotta squint and be like is that a diamond or is that just something reflecting off something else yeah is it just a particularly shiny little piece of like poo maybe it's got a little bit of foil in it yeah is it is it foil that's that's stuck in a dry poo yeah Definitely like a sub 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, uh, I'm one of your hosts, Katie Nethercoach. And I am your other another host, Kayla Hamill. <laughs> um, and this week I challenged Casey Beam to watch the 2004 movie Catwoman. Catwoman, just briefly. Okay. Um... Patient Phillips is a talented but shy artist constantly being overlooked in life and love. That is, until one day, Patience finds herself in the wrong place at the wrong time where only cats can save her. Infused with the essence of the strong, confident and sexy cat women who came before her, Patience embarks on a journey to take down the evil beauty magnate Laurel Hedare and maybe steal a few jewels and hearts along the way. Oh my god, what a treat. You you <laughs> spoiled me, Katie. <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know, and I mean who wouldn't know at this point, it's bloody iconic, um, Catwoman was made in 2004. It was directed by Pitoff. We love a one word, one yeah. name. Very Evan. mysterious. I know. Mm. Uh, obviously starring Halle Berry, Sharon Stone, Benjamin Bratt. Uh, there are a lot of screenwriters attached, which is always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got, yeah, so it's Rotten Tomato score. Is it 9%? Ooh, oofty. Yep. Uh, it received seven Golden Raspberry Awards. Okay, um, now, now. I am very much a little, I'm a little baby when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, a little baby. I'm a little cute little baby. Um, Aww. When you talk about raspberries, yeah, I like it delicious. So tasty. Not these ones, though. Oh, so okay. Razzies, so these are... Yeah, they're basically the anti-Oscars. Oh, oofty goofty. Yeah, and it won seven that year. Um. Just before we find out your opinion, obviously, Kayla, because I'm waiting, bated breath to can find you, out your Can thoughts. you feel me trembling through I can the screen? Feel, I can feel it in the air. Um, 
I do have a couple of critics' thoughts that I thought might, you know, just get us off to a good start. So Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, cool. So Andrea Thompson from The Spool said, If there was ever a movie capable of stopping years of progress in its tracks, this would be the one. So we're off to a good start, good start. Um, let's just keep going. All right, so James Christopher from The Times UK, uh, a thriller you wouldn't inflict on a laboratory rat. Oof, uh, the dink. Toronto Star, Get Out the Kitty Litter, um, Empire Magazine, only worth seeing if you can handle shallow characters and dull plastic action scenes for the sake of unintentional laughs. Beautiful, um, beautiful. I've got I've got a good one from Margaret at the movies. Oh, oh Marg. I know, Aussie icon Marg. Um, just a simple little two-word review here. It's painful. <laughs> Mug, if anything, she is succinct. <laughs> but Kayla, obviously we know the critics aren't aren't everything. No, critics exactly. It's a it's a personal journey, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Um I have also gone and gotten a couple of audience reviews. Oh please. From Rotten Tomatoes. So um Darby D uh, says garbage, pure garbage. What were they thinking with this movie? Bad acting, bad effects, bad dialogue and editing. One of the worst, maybe the worst, comic book movie ever made. I'll continue. I've got Juvenile R. This movie exists. It might not be the... that's factual. That is a true fact. That is a true fact. We love true facts. We love true facts. Yes, because true facts are facts. I've got got a final one um, before we get to your opinion, obviously. Okay. Um, From Carlos T. And he says, It was stupid, but... (laughs) My boyfriend didn't believe me. So now we are fighting because of that stupid movie. Um, oh my. So now we've got like a little bit of a benchmark to go off. Absolutely. Because um, I'm just really interested. Uh, what did you think? Okay. Four words. Actually, I loved it. <laughs> oh, did you? <ya? laughs> mm-hmm. No, like, hear me, hear me out. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, so what I've heard from those those reviews is it has manifested a lot of passion from people. Yeah. And if anything, that is what it did for me. Oh. Okay. I, I, um, look, when I was watching it last night, some emotions rose up in me that I didn't expect. Naturally, naturally. Um... But before I go on, I just want to clarify, this movie wasn't a parody, was it? Uh, no, no. Okay, well, that changes my whole argument. Let me just go back to my notes. (laughs) Let me, okay, let me, these are my notes because, again, I'm not a critic, but at the same time, how can I not be when I've watched a movie like this? Um... Opening credits. These are my notes. Opening credits. Cats are sexy. They are sexy. I'll give you that. That's what I've heard. Cats are sexy. But then in the next bit, it said cat, full stop, mummies, full stop. What What does that mean? Is that talking about Egyptian mummies or is it talking about cats as mummies? Both, perhaps. Okay, well, I'll, I don't have any further questions about that. Thank you very much for that, actually. <laughs> Okay. Succinct answer to that question. <laughs> okay, let's let's go through. Okay, let's let's go through our cast. So we've got Halle Berry. Yes. 
who Oscar has winner. Oscar winner for Monster Ball, right? Incredible. I I have seen she wrote um she was interviewed in um an article Glamour magazine. Mm-hmm. I'm um, loving the research. 2018 this was. Incredible. Yeah. This is what I love. I love that I, and I think I'm going to sort of take on what what Halle Berry learnt from this. Um she said that I followed my intuition and I did a movie, Catwoman, and it bombed miserably, Barry said. While it failed to most people, it wasn't a failure for me because I met so many interesting people that I wouldn't have met otherwise. I learned two forms of martial arts and I learned not what to do. And also, she made a shitload of money that changed her life. So there is always positives in the negatives and, like, by negatives, I mean very, very negative negatives. So is am I right in saying your core argument for why you love the film Catwoman 2004 <laughs> by Piotr starring Halle Berry and Sharon Stone is <laughs> that it helped Halle Berry's career and personal development outside exactly. of the film? Let's see this as a personal journey mm-hmm. for each and every one of the people who are part of that project and making it. Yeah. First and foremost, Halle Berry. She went she was she went from two different spectrums. She went from Oscar winner to the other opposite end. Razzie winner. To Razzie winner. And yeah. who can say that they've done that in their lifetime? I'm sure there are others, but I don't know. Don't don't <laughs> do not try to find holes in my argument, Katie. Thank you That's so much. That's what I'm here for. Now. <laughs> now. I Okay, so that's part of it, the journey, the mm. personal journey for the actor. Yeah. In terms of the characters in the movie, yeah, I love nothing more than a camp villain. Okay, and I didn't know I didn't know it was Sharon Stone, but I immediately thought she has the isolation haircut that I want, <laughs> and I'm 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 a gay little boy. <laughs> How good was the bit at the back that's just constantly bit, sticking oh up? My, just absolutely divine. And her smizing at everything oh. and her delivery of each line was horrendously beautiful. Okay. It was fantastic. While you've brought up the hair, uh, I would yeah. just like to um, just – I just have some questions and I'm interested in um, if you've got any defences for the fashion in the film. There's a lot of uh, a dress over a pair of jeans. There's a lot of jersey knits. It's a lot of uh, really wide bell sleeves that made me uncomfortable. Surely she's getting that in her coffee that she's writing sorry on. Like, okay, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, bell sleeves. <laughs> okay, next question. She's an artist. So- they get in the paint. What is she thinking? I know. <laughs> but this is what I love. It's like, for me, maybe that's suggesting that you can, you can be an artist and... Um, wear whatever you want to wear. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But also, I think that was that was a way of her saying that um, Halle Berry is gorgeous in anything. She's stunning in anything. That was just her proving a point that she could wear bell sleeves and get, I'd like to talk to the manager haircuts and still be stunning. It was such an I want to talk to the manager haircut. It was very severe and I was triggered by it, even though I've never been in a situation where somebody has said to me, I would like to talk to your manager. But I feel like we all, um, all of us who have uh, worked in the hospital. Yeah, retail. Uh, retail, anything, we all know that. And yeah. we all send 
those vibes to it each other. It was quite triggering that haircut moment for me. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, I loved it. I loved it when her and her her friend. Uh, what was her friend's name? The one who was like, get that cop boy, he's in love with you. He's you mean you. the one that was a borderline sexual predator? <laughs> that friend? <laughs> encouraging, yeah, the encouraging so one. encouraging, so encouraging. She, I loved it when Hallie, uh, when when um, patients went and visited her at, at the hospital and was like, do you like my haircut? Do you like my clothes? And they were all just like... Yes, I love. It. Why am I doing a southern bell? I don't know. But that, it was basically <laughs> that, wasn't it? Um, I wrote down a quote from her, yeah, um, which just really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. I think it was her. Um, yeah, man, sandwich, twelve o'clock. Hoofty, magoofty. So that was either her or, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this one. Um, mm-hmm. the just incredibly stereotypical and painfully gay coworker who was in two scenes. Um. Yes, he was there. So we're going for a diversity <laughs> inclusion angle on that one. Ex- exactly. You you took the words and more out of my mouth. <laughs> I will at that that moment mm-hmm. where where he was like ah, like looking at 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 the at the cop. I was like, wait, what? What is this? Is this the gay? Be- is this like the token gay best friend who again we don't ever see? You were correct. Oh my god! Well, I guess that's you know, that's that's um, falling true to to what happens with a lot of um gay characters. It's either they're like completely forgotten or they die in the end, you know. And he went either which way. Well, he, he didn't, didn't die. He didn't die that we know of. No, ah, oh, that actually we know true. of. That's actually true. I'm very sorry. Oh R.I.P. What was his name? I see. This is what I didn't even look up his. Gosh darn name. I'll be completely honest with you. I can only remember Patience Phillips. I cannot remember anyone else. <laughs> I can only remember Patience Phillips. Oh, sorry. And, and Sharon Stone. Midnight, the cat. Oh, my God. And, and the cat lady. She was my favourite. Okay, this movie did bring me a lot of joy. Okay. I will say that. This brought me a lot of joy and it was big. I, I, it was very funny. It was very funny. Would you have um, called it a comedy film? I would have called it an absolute hoot. <laughs> um, my favorite. I've got some of my favorite lines, mm-hmm. and one of them was from um, the the cat lady who who owns Midnight. Yes. Um, when <laughs> she was so mysterious, and was very like uncomfortably close to Halle Berry at yes. every situation. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Already it was established that this woman was safe, yet I felt totally unsafe <laughs> watching her interact with people. She's a threat. She's a threat. But that's not helping my argument. So I take <laughs> I take that back. My favourite thing that she said, <laughs> she she was testing out patients when patients like had first become Catwoman and patients was like all twitchy. <laughs> and then, she throws this thing at her. The catnip. The catnip. And, like, Patience is rubbing it all across her face. And then the woman just goes, catnip. And then it just cuts a, to a different scene. So, Kayla, how is that um, a positive and a reason why you love the film Catwoman 2004? I think that is one of the most that's a transformation you know it's a it's a transformation and it pushes the story and it mm-hmm. was so clear 
that that it was catnip that Patience was rubbing in her face because the woman said catnip. And I think clarity is always key when you're trying to share a story with your audience. And they nailed it in that moment. I will I will allow, I had no doubt that it was catnip. Exactly. So. See, and you would have had a little bit of doubt if she was like, oh, of course. And it's like, what do you mean? She, she very slowly and very deliberately said, Catnip. <laughs> I can't even, I need to keep like looking it up to see how she said it because it brings me so much joy. Um, I also really enjoyed um, Philip's uh, catchphrase as Catwoman. Yeah. Which was just meow. 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 Which was. Wow. <laughs> Which allowed me to feel safe, even though she was hurting people and she was robbing a bank. I was like, hey, I'm safe. It's a cute little She's kitty cat. She's still having fun. She's still She's a little still cheeky. Fun. She, she has a sense of humour. You know what I mean? And I always appreciate that in a leading woman. Sense of humour. Mm. Mm. Sense of humour. A sense of humour. Yeah, and she, she had it. And I think Meow may become one of my catchphrases and I want to make it a thing. Um... So what, when I do something a little bit devilish, just ending with like meow. Okay, so say I'm 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 presenting a pitch yeah. for an idea at work. Yeah, yeah. And I nail it. Yeah. What do you think I'm gonna say after that? I'm gonna be like, oh, that felt great. No, I'm gonna be like meow. Oh, I love that. Do you like it? Because it's do. A bit cheeky. Um, what about I'm processing a return at work? It's Ooh. all done very well. I've got everything <laughs> sorted. My customer's really happy. Instead of have a lovely day, it's meow. Absolutely. She gets it. She gets it. And like with a little wink or something. Ooh, maybe a little like, like a, yeah, little a little danger. Hit. Yeah, a little danger. It's like you're yeah. safe, but are you? Yeah. I like that. See, I think it's, that's what movies like this, they, they bring on a lot of memorable moments. Yeah. And that's really important when you want to leave a legacy um, <laughs> to your family. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so just cha- just challenging the legacy a little bit because that's kind of what my job here is. Um, just like off the top of your head, can you name any other um, like female superhero movies, um, particularly any that are led by like non-white women? Since Catwoman, because mm. presumably, like your argument, she maybe like opened some doors. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she like she, I think she unlocked the doors, not necessarily opened them. Okay. Um, I I think what she did more so than than um for humans, like she she actually was what I sorry I probably wasn't clear enough. She left a legacy for cats. Right, so she left the cat flap open. Yeah, she left the yeah, she left the cat flap open. She's got some fresh kitty litter. Um I've got a I've got a quote here actually saying cat women do not follow rules of authority. So that's kind of the legacy she left for all cats out there. Look, I did actually I did watch the film with my cat. Um, and how did she? How did she respond? Because she's a cat and I'm a woman, and I was like, great. "This is perfect." Catwoman, um, great. Was she in your pocket? Was it sort of like a real sort of Siamese situation? So I, and she was on the like the arm of the couch, attentively okay. watching 
probably the first 10 minutes. Right, right. Um, and then she did completely fuck off. Much um, like myself and my brain. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I watched the whole thing. And you loved it. And right, I, Kayla? I loved it. Loved it. Um, <laughs> I had one one thing I really wanted to get your thoughts on. Yes. Um, was mainly the love interest character. Mm-hmm. Because um, there were just, just a couple of things that he did that mm-hmm. struck me um, as just incredibly inappropriate. Uh, Whatever do you mean? Well, well, there's that bit right at the start where um, Patience very logically goes out onto her windowsill to try and grab a cat that she's never seen before. Of course. Um, and he literally says, I don't have the exact quote, but I wrote down, he yells out at her, he pulls over and he's like, Jesus Christ, she's going to jump. Please don't kill yourself. Look, I'm a cop. And I'm not sure what knowing he's a cop what impact that would have on her deciding to not jump. Then there's also the fact that mm-hmm. after he um, uh, thinks she's going to commit suicide and then she's not committing suicide because um, suicide's such a good fun little joke to have in there. Anyway, um, he then gets her information uh, and goes to her place of work to ask her out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very keen on your thoughts on this. Hey. Yes. Don't jump. I'm a cop. That is, see it as a threat. He was threatening her. If she <laughs> jumped, she would have got arrested. <laughs> she would have got arrested for sure. <laughs> he was ready with them cuffs. He was, he, didn't you see, there was, I, maybe, maybe it's because I was looking at it with fresh eyes, but I, okay. I saw that as a threat immediately. Okay. Um, so I think that covers the first question because yeah. it wasn't, it absolutely, I didn't read into it that he could save her because he was a cop. I didn't get that when he said, I'm a cop, don't jump. Like, I'll yeah. look after you. I didn't get that. I purely got, if you jump, I will arrest you. <laughs> I will ruin your life. You will go to prison. <laughs> um, so that's what I got into that. And I was like, oh, I'm a bit unsure with this but I think that was just adding to the danger of the movie because the yeah, movie meow. yeah the meow of the movie absolutely yeah. him going to her place of work who doesn't love a surprise that's my question to you <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love a surprise <laughs> what a solid uh, rebuttal <laughs> need I say more <laughs> I'm much like Marg at the movies I, I only need to say Just a few a words. Short Excellent. Um. I did love how um, he immediately came into work. And I, a lot of these scenes establish things quite quickly. Mm. I wrote here, how is this so slow yet so fast? And I think that's quite a skill of the creative team, to be honest. Um. It did. I will get it. felt very slow. It felt very slow, yet so, so fast. I loved how it pulled me back into the early 2000s with the um, the music, the soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack. It constantly felt like I was about to be in a music video, and I'm, I'm ready true. for that. That's true. Um, I also think when he first, when that cop first uh, arrived at the office, at the workplace. Yeah. That was, look, who doesn't love... 
an office work, like workspace scene. And he did that for us because he, he got interest from most of the people. So I would like to thank that man for coming in uninvited. I mean, like as a surprise, a pleasant surprise. Yeah, the policeman showing up at her workplace (laughs) from an earlier incident. But that just established the vibe of the workplace. And who wouldn't want to work in a space where, like, your friend's like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, man sandwich, 12 o'clock. Meow. Man sandwich terrifies me because my first thought is putting a literal man inside of a sandwich and eating him. Yeah, at 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock, and that's not my lunchtime. That is quite a little, like, extra threat of danger in the office. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, again, I don't want to, I don't want to keep using the same arguments because I got heaps of different arguments. <laughs> you got heaps, do you? But when, when they said, man sandwich, 12 o'clock, that was a threat. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to eat him if, if he did anything threatening or dangerous. <laughs> Don't you worry about that, Katie. There are so many. See, there's so much subtext I think I must have missed in the film. So many, like, threatening encounters that clearly went over my head. Yeah. Well, I guess guess it it happens to all of us, you know? I was just there watching it with a critical mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And I think I really got the best best of it. Like, I, I... I feel like I've grown through the experience of watching this movie. Um, I think Sharon Stone mm-hmm. was was something else in that movie. She was something. I don't know if she was in the same movie that Halle Berry was in. <laughs> I will, I do have quite the appreciation for her. Like a white jumpsuit number at the oofty end of goofy. the movie. That was um, that was something else. That was divine. I kind of want it. She's stunning, absolutely, and she was so much of a villain that the minute I don't like, let's go into method acting and her character. Okay. And immediately. Yeah. This was how clear it was. This was how great her performance was. I knew she was the villain. Immediately. Yeah, incredible. Not not because like two seconds later she talks about um not wanting to listen to the ill effects of makeup on the faces of the women who are using it. Not that wasn't what clued you into her no. villainous tendencies uh, or no, I think I think it was it, it was her intake of breath before oh. she said her first line. It was like I'm evil. You know, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. I heard that whispered on the wind um, <laughs> as she spoke. The whistle just, tone of evil. She just made it very clear that she was a villain um, and that that made it easy for me as an audience member to be like, oh, great, this is going to be a huge battle. She's mm. going to have some superpower. Mm. And I was <laughs> surprised oh. pleasantly. That her superpower <laughs> was the fact that she couldn't feel a thing <laughs> because of skin products. Because makeup. So subtle. It's a film for women, Kayla. It's a for film makeup. for women. It is a film for women and it is a film for women in this day and age. It's not, not some. It's not some 
alternative world or reality. It's this world yeah. right here, right now. If you want a face that feels like marble, mm, I do. You don't want to feel a thing. I don't. Well, don't <laughs> maybe don't have bowline or is it bowline? It was bowline. Okay. Okay. Bowline. 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 Oh my god, that was divine. Thank you. Thank no, thank you. They should have. They should have. Um. <laughs> they should have done that. They should. They should have done they that. They should have done that. <laughs> I want to say congratulations to them, kudos to them for making bowline sounds <laughs> a bit sexy. <laughs> I think they gave themselves a lot of challenges in this movie. I would agree. There's um, a lot of challenges to overcome in this movie. They were probably like, hey, how can we be our best selves? What are some goals that we would like to meet mm. for, this, for this movie? And one person's like, I want to make things that don't sound sexy a bit sexier. One person was like, I want... <laughs> I want a cat to be a woman. <laughs> Just someone, I want to fuck a cat, please. I want to I want to fuck a cat. Is there any way we can do that? And so I think they gave themselves these challenges. <laughs> Y'all don't know this, but I'm pressing my fingers against my eyes because <laughs> I love this movie so goddamn much. It's so much. It's so, are you crying, Kayla? <laughs> I'm crying. Tears of joy. Deep um, emotion. <laughs> um... <laughs> can I? This is this is kind of out of the blue, but I would mm-hmm. just like to re- read my my notes that I've um that I've written from Please. last night. This is quite interesting, actually. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The uh the chemistry between Halle Berry and Midnight the Cat is undeniable. I've also written <laughs> the lack of chemistry between <laughs> the actors. <laughs> In, in the whole movie is wild. <laughs> and I don't know how the producers and the um, creative team of this movie did that, but they managed to do that. I I agree. I feel like the, the strongest relationships in the film were feline. Yeah. I personally <laughs> see that as a failing, but uh, are you perhaps arguing that it was the cat relationships that truly mattered um you get me (laughs) that was I've actually written down that was my final line my final argument actually was was it (laughs) wait what did you just say (laughs) 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 before before we get to final thoughts I just wanted to point out my favorite part of the film yes um which for the record I did not enjoy uh, but I also did kind of enjoy because it's so, <laughs> it was an experience. Anyway, my favourite part of the entire film is, of course, the handwriting analysis scene. Wow. <laughs> Tell me more. Because her O is insecure and reaching out for connection. And then there's the juxtaposition of, of the Catwoman. So that was patience. Little yeah. meek, sad patience. And then mm-hmm. the Catwoman has, like, a Y that's, like, strong and dominant and sexy. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, like, my biggest takeaway from that moment is that um, he's taken these samples in and the best case scenario here in finding out that they're not the same person is that his new girlfriend is super insecure and sad and lonely <laughs> and that's, like, the best case scenario <laughs> 
Like, that's a win. He finds her. It looks like she's about to jump off the roof. Her handwriting says she's lonely and insecure. Like, uh, all right. Any thoughts, Kayla? <laughs> Positives and the negatives, Katie. <laughs> he's he's had a tough lot in life, this man. and <laughs> Has he? <laughs> yeah, because he, he was in Miss Congeniality. He's the same character. He's same the same character. character. Okay. <laughs> And so he's just trying to find, like, I imagine that, um, what came first? Was Catwoman or Miss Congeniality? I got no idea, but probably Miss Congeniality. Well, let's say Miss Congeniality came first. He, um, apparently stayed in a relationship with Sandra Bullock, but obviously not because Mm -hmm. we find him again, a cop, looking for love. So I think his character... (laughs) Which is the same in a lot of movies that he's in. He's actually on. Let's let's treat this cat, cat woman. Okay, hear me out. Let's <laughs> let's treat this movie Catwoman yes. as a mini arc for him. A, a mini arc of a longer. There's, there's a long, massive arc of him just trying <laughs> to find find a lover, and so he's maybe he's a little bit tired and fatigued of just not finding the one because mm. there, as we know, soulmates exist. There's only one. There is only one. There's only one soulmate. One ring to rule them all. <laughs> one he... ring to find them and in the darkness find <laughs> <Exactly>. them. Um... <laughs> that's that's my take on it. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So he plays, so Benjamin Bratt, yep. the, he was the coughing Miss Congeniality. Who, I haven't found that. I hope also you're right. Benjamin Bratt. I think that was his name in the movie. <laughs> he's, he's Benjamin Bratt. Yep. He plays himself in every... Oh, yeah. I, that's the actor's name. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, yes, it's fine. Benjamin Bratt is a cop in real life as well. <laughs> Are you saying that this film is the mini arc before, like, Miss Congeniality 2, which I don't know well enough to know if he's even in it as a return? Um, yes, I will say that confidently. What a theory. Yes. <laughs> the shared Catwoman Miss Congeniality universe. It's real. It's out there. And we know that because of Benjamin Bratt. What, is that mm. his name? I believe so. I, I just got it. I heard. I think B-B-B. I tried to remember B-B. No, Benjamin Bratt. You're right. B-B. Yeah. With old B-B. That's, that's his story, which has just begun. I want to know what's your, like... What do you think is your strongest argument, the best part about it, this goddamn diamond in the rough of Catwoman 2004 starring Halle Berry and Sharon Stone and Benjamin Bratt? This is my final resting argument. (laughs) (laughs) I will just copy my notes. Okay. Oh, my God. Her fall. We need to talk about her fall. Sharon Stone <laughs> falling out of the building <laughs> is one of the most joyful moments of my life. What about it? What about it? She's, she spun so fast. <laughs> Do you know my favourite? For a second. Go, go. <laughs> for a second. I was like, surely that's a dummy. Surely. <laughs> but then when she landed, I was like, no, it's Sharon Stone. <laughs> How did they do that? <laughs> Incredible. I think that blew me away. I replayed that scene over and over yeah. again. I want to admit that. So that's your MVP moment. MVP. 
So many MVPs though. There were so many so MVP many. moments. Oh. What about you? What What's one of your MVPs <laughs> aside from? <laughs> what do you mean, Neo reaching out? Um, to be honest, I think it's um, it's got to be the basketball scene oh. with the inner city kids. When uh, she's overcome by her cat prowess and those huge goddamn bell sleeves and just, uh, uh, she just, yeah, she pounces on him inappropriately in front of school children. Um, and what else could you ask of a cat? Sex education. <laughs> Se- sex education. Yeah. Katie, that's, need I say more? Sex education, <laughs> it's important. Kids need to know that when you play basketball, sometimes... You can fall in love and you may fall over and you also may fall pregnant. That's very true. Be safe. Be safe. I think that's that's Is that the message of Catwoman? Be safe. Be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play basketball. Well, I'm really really excited after hearing uh, all of your different, the reasons why you genuinely love Catwoman. Absolutely. Um, it's been an honour listening. I'm really excited now. Clearly I haven't done my research on all of the little cat flaps that Halle Berry opened all with this cats. role. So I have to go look at look at all of the cat cinema that happened because of this, yeah. this wonderful film. Um, cats the Musical. Ooh. <laughs> Which was a musical written, but like the movie probably inspired... <laughs> It's all, it's all... It's all integrated. It's all, all integrated. It's in the shared universe. <laughs> it's in the shared universe of Miss Congeniality and Catwoman <laughs> and Benjamin Bratt. I really, I don't know what more we can say. Is there anything? Well, judging by my fantastic arguments, I want to know how would you, what, what do you think a logline for this movie would be if it was to come out now? Oof. Oof. <laughs> so... So Catwoman. Wolf. But but it's Oof, written. But? No, no, it's written wolf like a dog. Oh. But you've like crossed out the W because it's Ooh. about cats. Very good, very clever. Alright, what about you? Um <laughs> Catwoman. Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> Are they connected? <laughs> I leave a little bit of mystery. <laughs> That's my logline. That's beautiful. I want that on a poster. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oy, oy, oy. Okay, Katie Magoo. Uh-huh. Yes, Kaiser Beam. <laughs> That's your name now. <laughs> um... I'm very excited for you to watch this film, and you may have already seen it. Okay, okay. Um, I think it's going to be really hard for you to guess what it is from my clues, but okay. have a go. Here yep. we go. Um, okay. <laughs> here it is. Yep, listening. Big Shark, Jason Statham. very difficult i know i know you're gonna have to take a few minutes i've got minutes no to, idea um you got no idea citizen kane citizen kane close okay but so very far away uh schindler's list again in the same realm in the same genre it's a tr- it's a tragedy 
Uh, Kayla, I am very excited uh, next week to watch what I have already seen and know to be an amazing film, uh, The Meg. Uh, little do you know, sharks are my favourite animal and that's one of my favourite kind of movies. So it's, That's fantastic because it's be Jason, a joy. Stath- Jason Statham is one of my favourite oh. animals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. All right, all right, folks. That is where we end it. We hope you enjoyed. Actually, I loved it. If you'd like uh, to follow us, we've got all the things. So um, <laughs> all the socials. Thank you. They're socials. I'm not a socials. very social person, so Who is? <laughs> not all me. All the anti-social. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Actually I Loved It. We are on Twitter at AileyPod, which is capital A I L I Pod. Uh, our Gmail is actually I loved it at gmail.com if you would like to share some reviews from Catwoman if you want to share some thoughts we are happy to hear them um, I think that's it I yeah. really, I nearly shared my password oh everybody. I that would shared probably the not be that. for the like maybe don't maybe not this okay. week maybe not maybe that's something for the future that's like a week three treat yeah exactly okay, exactly <laughs> When she she walks, I should have mentioned this, but when she walks as the cat, I just want to, like, I just want to, I want her to visit a chiropractor because her, her back and knees would be in such agony. And it's like cats, I don't know about you, but I don't think cats walk like that. Okay, everyone, this is the last message, I swear. We just recorded a lot of things out of order, and this is what happened. We would just like to say a huge thank you to Imogen Siegler for producing the wonderful audio that you heard for our episode. You can follow her on Spotify and listen and find more of her music there. Just type in Imogen Siegler, that's C-Y-G-L-E-R, and you'll be sure to find her. Bye.